Pastor Hallelujah. Let us pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this morning. Thank you for bringing us from our homes. Thank you for the grace that you've given to us one more time. That in all our lives, though the grace you give us the previous times have not expired, but yet you still renew your grace and your mercy in our lives. And this morning we say we are grateful to you. We present our hearts to you this morning. Let your word have influence over our hearts. And let us have a renewed mind, a renewed spirit for the next level. In Jesus' mighty name, say amen. amen. Please be seated. How was your week? Was the week favorable to you? Do you take advantage of the week? Did you do something special to add to your life? Hello? Did you do something special to add to your life? Did you do something special to add to your life? Or you did something to to subtract from your life? One plus one is what? Two plus two is what? So one plus zero is what? <laughs> if we're in a, the school by this time, some, some cane would have moved by now. Some of us, we don't read the questions well and then we start answering them. Especially when you have seen a pop. And then when he started the question, he said, ah! This is what I saw earlier. Let me start answering. Forgetting that in the middle somewhere, they've changed something. But because you did not read everything, that you produce right answers for wrong questions. <laughs> I remember one time there was this lady who got a poll from the lecturer and it was I mean clear a repetition of a question just that the poll or the past question spoke about let's say speak against and then the Current question is speak for. So he she mastered the speak against. And because it's a poor, she will not let anybody even look at it. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So we went to the some hall and actually she wrote. <laughs> she wrote. So you know this is what we do when we come out of uh, exam hall, we start discussing. Aha, uh-huh. you, you know, you don't understand that thing. So, <laughs> then, for the first time, she was very bold and joined the conversation. Then said, Ah, this is Chapa, this Tulo Tulo Nina, this is what she, he, he brought. He now you go get this mark. I said, Eh, I don't want to mention her name. So how did you handle this one? He said, ah, what else to do? He said, you speak uh, this thing against. And the challenge, he now he gave us the points. I just produced it and I developed it. I said, no, 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 no. This one it was four. He said, it's not true. I said, <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. I said, but you have the question paper, so let's read it again. When she read it again, Yehovah. 
So straight faith. Straight faith. Yeah. So. <laughs> so try and then. Do something and add to your life, okay? And then. Uh, this morning I want us to talk about. The breakthrough power of obedience. Asutie. Yeah, the breakthrough power of obedience. Many of us, we do not need prayer for something to change. Yeah. All that you need is just simple obedience. And you'll be good to go. Many of us, the things that we suffer from is just as a result of our disobedience. Especially when you are under the deception of know it all. I know it all. What else will you say? Yeah. Oh, we are in the world of AI. Do you even know AI? I mean artificial intelligence. I can even ask computer right now, what, what, is, what is 2 plus 2? And it will say 4 right now. You'll be picking calculator to calculate. We've gone past that. Is that not it? Yes. No matter the advancement in technology, it can never overpower the brain. Understand that one. Advancement in technology came from the brain. <laughs> it did not come from the moon. It came from the brain. So that advancement can never be powerful than the brain because the brain produced it. Is someone listening to me? Yeah. So when you have this deception of know it all, it's difficult to obey things. When you also have the, or have a, a um, maybe bad is strong word, an unfortunate character, where you hardly listen. You talk more than you listen. Even when advice is passing. You gloss over it. Because you never listen. You were just talking. Talking. And see some of us, we do that at stand there. When we even go to prayer, we talk hard and we leave the place. We don't even pay attention to even listen to God. Yeah. And it, has, it is with us to the same that everywhere we go, we see it. You show it up. In your relationship, in your workplace, your boss has called you. So, uh, Philip, how are you? Oh, boss, I'm good. And you? So, how's your weekend? So, boss, what did you eat? So, boss, <laughs> without even paying attention to find out why the boss called you. So, as you are talking, the boss will just chip in an instruction. And because you are talking, you will not even listen to it. And then you will not carry it out. More especially people who are sanguine. They hardly listen. Yeah, and they miss out on advice. Phlegmatics are the worst corporate. Very stubborn. They'll look at you like this as you are talking. Do you understand? Yes. Do you agree? Yes. Do you have anything to say? No. Will you do it? Yes. As soon as they get, you see, they have in and out tube. So as you are saying, you talk, they say yes, it goes out, no. They say yes, it goes out, no. They say yes, it goes out, no. So by the time they leave your presence, they have nothing in, in them. And the very thing you spoke against, that the very thing you see them do. But I just told you this. Uh, I, did you say it? No, I don't remember. Uh, no, the ones I forgot, they said, I don't remember. 
in a very respectful way, they'll say, I don't remember. If they say he doesn't remember, what will you do? You can't do anything. You can't, you can't do much. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. yeah. Cholerics are seniors. Cholerics are you think I won't go there? I'm going there. I'm a choleric myself. I'll go there. Cholerics are seniors. We have that ego. What we feel that we know. Plenty. Yeah. We know plenty. And our brain is fast. Yeah. Even when we make mistakes, we don't, we don't accept it like that. We'll blame somebody for the mistake. Yeah. We cannot just say that, no, no, uh, uh, no. I, I, we can't just accept wrong like that. We need to blame somebody for the wrong. Yeah. I was thinking like this so until you spoke. Then my mind changed. If you had not spoken, my mind would have been straight. Yeah. When you give them advice which they know sincerely that your advice is superior to what they were thinking about. So I was about saying this thing. I was about saying it. Yeah. You just confirmed what I was thinking about. It's, it's his pride. Pride about cholerics. Yeah. Just be humble and say, oh really? I didn't see it that way. Thank you. Simple, but we will not. Because we always want to feel good that we know our advice is the superior. And cholerics find it difficult to work in a team. They are not team workers. They are not team players. Hmm. Yeah. Is someone listening to me? Please, so I beg you. Nobody came to complain about you to me. I have mentioned sanguine. You are clapping, smiling. Yes, he said, hey, hey, hey. I mentioned phlegmatic. He said, somebody clap from me from behind. I'm talking about what? Cholerics. You two be, be, be straight face and be happy about it. I've told you I'm a choleric myself. Yeah. I had to work on it. To be able to take advice. I'm telling the truth. I have to work on it. Deliberately work on it. Deliberately. And I'll not say I've reached. I've not reached. I'm still working on it. That is the reason why I have the job. I have council of elders. That's the reason. No. That's the reason. It's to cure me. Yeah. And I think very fast. So if I don't have these people to put the brake on me. I can just go like that. That's why I have my brother with me. He's a melancholic, uh, how do you call it? Phlegmatic. Yeah. So sometimes I can say I'm pushing him. He's not pushing. I rather, uh, it's me rather who need a break. Not, <laughs> not him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so choleric to the extent that when I'm walking with a lady, as we get down from the car like this, I'm going. My mind is on where I'm going and what I'm going to do. And I know you. So you better walk and follow me. And I say, oh, sorry. So when my attention was being drawn to cure it, I said, okay. Yeah. Let's be going like this. But even that, I'm not too comfortable. So what I do is that I'll drive to the place where the, the walking distance is small. Uh-huh, so that we can... You understand? Yeah. There are some clerics in the church. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And we don't care about your emotions, so. Cholerics, we don't care about emotion. We care about our emotion and our result. Not your emotion. You are sad, so I should do what? If your sadness is not giving my results, forget it. Go and sleep. It is results I want, not your emotions. I'm telling you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So, we have to work on this thing. Put yourself in people's shoes and find out. If you were the one at the receiving end, how would you feel about it? The way you spoke to the person. The way you reacted to the person. How? And all that. Yeah. I remember somewhere, either 2011 or so. Yeah, 2011. Which year did you first meet me? 2011 or 2012? 2011, yeah. She was from the university, you know, there's somebody, my assistant said, oh, Rev, this is Becky from the university. Leg on. I said, eh, hey, how are you? Fine, okay. <laughs> As she was talking, I was busy doing what I wanted to do. God, that's what that introduction doesn't add up to. You see, it's not changing anything here for me. So you have introduced the person. So let's, so what? 
Therefore, investing assurance should do what? Yeah. So I said, what do you say? Oh, they say she, um, she can sing. I said, let's join the choir. Okay, <laughs> let's join the choir. And I was saying something else. Yes. But now I can at least look at your face and then talk. Have I not improved? Huh? Am I not doing well? Yeah. And I can be patient to hear you talk and I'll be quiet listening to you. Yeah. Not before, it's not like that. As you start talking, I say, listen, 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 listen. Hey, this is the conclusion of what you are saying. Get out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then counts the melancholics. Among all the temperaments, the most wicked people you can ever see are melancholics. When you are with a melancholy, be careful. Better be open. Yeah, they can kill you now. And melancholy can give you poison, eh? And be with you and be comfortable with you. Oh, your sickness, you, you come out of it. Let's pray. But has given you poison, but I say, let's pray. They are the most wicked, deadliest people you can ever deal with. Better choose a choleric who will step on you and go. That's why you know it. Between the choleric and the melancholic is a cat and a dog. Yeah. The cat and the dog. Melancholics are cats. Cholerics are dogs. They bark. Do you know what's in their mind? Melancholic, they will never you hit, break their brain. Even God finds it difficult. So, <laughs> so you can imagine advising those people. Most of them have an informed opinion and want your stamp. So when you want to change it small, then no, no, no. no. <laughs> I've gone around all the these things. Is that what it? Yeah. But Sangri is eh? hey, one of the easiest people you can deal with. Yeah, 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 one of the easiest people you can deal with. They have a key to get the Sangri on your side. Just one key. You know the key? The key of praise. Yeah. Keep praising them. Sangris, just be praising them. Even when they do wrong, praise them. <laughs> they will make your environment very light. Work for you. They will give you their hearts. Without me, they can remove their hearts and then give you. Just for praising them. I'm saying the truth. Sangris, yeah. But just be ready also. That they are not organized. Uh-huh. Just be ready that they are not organized. Yes. You go home and look for fire. They say, ah, sir, you didn't give me that fire yesterday. No, I brought it so. Sometimes it's the fire in me holding there. I brought it. So what I hold? Oh, sorry, boss. <laughs> sorry, boss. Yeah. And they make the environment very lively. When they come around, they will know, you will know that they are around. Yeah. They are loud in voice. They are loud in dressing. They are loud in everything. Yeah. They are loud in everything. We are, we are with a sanguine lady. You just came out of the car. And so, Charlie, meet Bibi. Oh, hey, Bibi, how are you? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> They've taken over. Are there some sanguines in the church? If you are a sanguine, can I see your hand? Hey. As for Eddie, I'll be surprised you don't you won't lift your hand. Yeah. And let me say something about Eddie. Maybe you will be offended. But it's not intentional. That's his temperament. Whenever he's talking to you, he's hitting you. Okay? It is his temperament. It's not intentional. Sanguis are like that. Because they want your attention 24-7. Do you understand? They want your attention 24-7. So as they are talking to you. <laughs> so like that. They can't talk with, they can't. No, 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 no. They can't. Even when you tired, yeah. They want your attention. Uh-huh. So if you get a, a sanguine, who is the stamina? <laughs> just wear shoulder pad. <laughs> just, just go and get some shoulder pad or wear some foam on your body. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, in 
not that he's, he doesn't like it, he's beating you. No, 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 they can't talk without hitting you. So, just in case you see that about him, don't get angry. You understand? Yes. Don't get angry. When you have somebody that you do hundred things before he will appreciate it, don't get worried. That's a choleric. So don't worry your heart. That's a choleric. Uh-huh. Even a hundred things, guys, you will see, is that all? <laughs> is that all? It have done like this. So, get to know all this is and save your heart, okay? So, the breakthrough power of what? Obedience. Obedience has taken us to all this. Oh. Isaiah 119, you can change place. Wow. The Bible says that if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Meaning that the eating of the good of the land is hinged on your willingness to obey. The good of the land will endure to you whenever you are willing to obey. But when you are not willing to obey, the good will be there and it will elude you. Are you listening to me? Yeah, it will be there. And it will be as though all the prayers you have been praying, all the things that you do in church, nothing is happening to you, but just because of simple obedience, you are missing out on what? On a lot of things. Just simple obedience. You understand? Simple obedience. Philippians 2 verse 8. Philippians 2 verse 8, the Bible says that and being found, found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. He became obedient. So you can say that humility is tied to what? Obedience. So when you are not obedient, it means what? You are proud. Yeah, you are proud. Romans 15 verse 18, Amplified. For of course, I will not venture or presume to speak does of any work except what Christ has actually done through me as an instrument in his hands to win obedience from the Gentiles by word and deed. To win obedience. So the workings of Christ in the life of Paul was to win the obedience of what? The Gentiles of which we belong. Eh? We all belong to what? that category. Apart from the Jews or the Israelis, everybody else is what? A Gentile. Including America. So, um, let me give you all the scriptures. Matthew 4, 19 to 20, Amplified. Matthew 4, 19 to 20, Amplified. And he said to them, Come after me as disciples, letting me be your guide. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets. At once they left their nets and became his what? Disciples. At once. Now, what is obedience? What is obedience? I have the definition in this book, but I'll also give it to you from here. What is obedience? Obedience is an act of submission. 
Obedience is an act of submission. It's an act of what? Submission. Of a person's will. Of a person's will. Desire. And opinion. Obedience is an act of submission. Of a person's will, desire, opinion for that of his master or God. Master is capital M. I brought that word there for a reason. For that of his master or God. Even though we have not finished. Don't worry. The day I stop teaching and I enter into the other realm, that's how I'll be going like that. Even though the instruction or command, even though the instruction or command may be unreasonable. May be unreasonable. May emphasized. May be unreasonable. Senseless. Or inconvenient. Even though the instruction or command may be what? Unreasonable, senseless, or to achieve a given task. Full stop. To achieve a given task. Full stop. What's the meaning of the definition? A submission of a person's will or opinion or what? Desire. Even though the instruction given to you does not make sense, it's unreasonable and does not come to you on the platter of what? Convenience. You still have to what? Obey that instruction. However, please, this is very key. Because pastors sometimes look, pastors are sometimes like lawyers. They look for loopholes and then exploit what? The loopholes. Let me show you a loophole that pastors use to exploit people. Uh, Romans 13, verse 1. You can give us a new King James or whatever you have. Romans 13, verse 1. Let every person be lawyer, subject to what? The governing or civil what? Authorities. For there is no authority except from God by his permission, his sanction, and though that exists, do so by God's what? Appointment. Because of this scripture. Okay, you, this was too long. Give us the King James. New King James or something is too long. Let every soul be subject to what? The governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And the authority that exists are appointed by God. So because of this scripture, that you must obey the governing authority. So I am your apostle. So I use this scripture and give you unreasonable Instruction. Just because this scripture says so. It's a sin. It's a sin. 
So instructions that must be obeyed must be consistent with the word of God. The instruction must not be divorced of the word of God. It must be consistent with the word of God. So when I come here to come and give you something that is not founded on the word or I've twisted the word to favor me, do not obey it. Yes, do not obey it. Fortunately, this time we don't even curse. But even if I go beyond my borders to curse you, it will not work. It will not work. This is the truth that people don't want us to tell church members because we want to have them as our slaves. Listen to me. You are not my slave. I've just been called to pastor you. I've just been called to share the word of God with you. you are, but you are not my slaves. Can you hear me? You are not my slaves. I've not dressed from home as a master to come and lord over slaves. I've dressed from home to come and pastor God's people. People that he spent his blood to purchase. Is someone listening to me? So when a commandment is not biblical, it has, it's, it's, it's not founded on, on the word of God, do not obey it. Number two, some are even founded on the word of God. You see, when the Bible says we should study to show ourselves approved, eh, he knows the reason why. Instructions that are doctrinal, they are the ones you obey. But instructions that are not doctrinal, check it with your spirit before you obey them. I will give you the two examples. I say instructions that are what? Doctrinal. Meaning that what we do here, as well as it is doctrine, cannot be different from ICGC if it is what doctrine. For example, you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's doctrinal. So the way we lead you to Christ here is the same way ICGC was lead you to what? To Christ. So it's doctrinal. So when I say come to the front, lift your two hands and say this prayer after me. Okay? It's doctrinal. It's not something that LCCI propounded. Are we, are we good? But when I come to you and I use the, the instruction that you know the prophet spoke to the, the, the widow and said, give me first to eat. After I will bless you. It's not doctrinal. It is situational. Pertaining on individuals. Hello? Yes. Pertaining on what? Individuals. If you also watch me carefully in church, it is not everybody I pray over water for him or her to drink. Praying over water for people to drink, it is not doctrinal. That thing is just to get your faith to anchor on it. Your faith is weak. So we need something for your faith to lean on. So the results you are looking for, you can get it. That's why we pray over that thing for you, over water for you, then it works. But you see, the same person, if I don't bring the water, I do the same prayer, it will not work. But there's somebody also, it will work without what? The water. But another person, it will not work. It must still be on the water. I remember I told a woman far in another region, I said, can you pick water for me to provide it for you? He said, oh, yes. I said, water. I said, the moment that I was going to pray, there were bags of water. So she gathered all the bags and laid on them. And I prayed a prayer. He said, I don't want one. No, I want all. So somewhere like this, if I just say, can I pray for you? The faith will not be there to receive it. So some people I use water, some people I do not use water. So it is not a doctrine that in LCCI we have a doctrine called pray over water. It is not a doctrine. It is faith-based. Is someone listening to me? Yes. 
So when I come to you, I say, can you give me that offering? Check your spirit with what I'm saying first. Before you do it. If your faith goes with what I'm saying to you, go ahead and do it. But when you feel exploited, don't do it. If you feel resistance in your spirit, don't do it. Hey, what is this man telling us? Listen to me. I will not be under pressure. This church will need a lot of money. But I will not be under pressure to teach you something that is not biblical. Because, just because we need money. No. I do not want to sit down somewhere and be regretting that I've lied to the people for two years, for three years, for four years, for ten years. I don't want to do that. Like some pastors are saying now that they were wrong in preaching the tithe. They were wrong. Yeah. People say I should preach on tithe. I'm holding on because I'm still learning from the feet of God. That's why I've not talked about tithe. I'm still learning. So I don't want to come and preach something and then put fear. And you see, any prophetic that brings fear into your heart, check it well. For prophecy is for what? Exhortation. It's for what? Comfort. And it's for what? Edification. These three. If it deviates from these three, check it carefully. Check it carefully. So I'm giving you the guidelines as to what to obey. Because you see, it is your will you are submitting to. Obedience is a very big thing. It's not a joke. Obedience is a very big thing. Your will is what you are submitting. So you've got to check it well. God is not here for us to see physically with your physical eyes. So I'm the one standing here representing him. And I can lie. But thank God, I've tried not to lie to my church people. I've tried. Yeah. Because I will account for it. <laughs> I will account for you and account for the messages I'll be preaching. Yeah. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. That's why I openly tell you, bring me money to what? Chop. Yes. I will not come here and do the Lord is saying mm, um, oof, um, yeah. Recently I was watching a video and a man of God, the prophet was prophesying to somebody after the prophecy that he paused. I'm going to ask you to say a thing you have not seen before. You see, Jesus prophesied more than anybody else. How many of those people he prophesied to that he took money from? How many? How many? Listen, before I left Assassin Church, when I go for those their conventions, there's pressure to raise money because I'll operate as a prophet. So use your prophetism to gather money for us. I am thinking of the church members. I'm thinking of the pastor. So what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? But thank God, he will always give you what? Wisdom. So after I have ministered, I say, you know what? There's a project you want to do. I want them to come and give thousands to support the project. That's it. Can't you see the project? Is there. Office block. You have to support our pastor to do the office block. Me, the preacher, I'm giving this amount. Which you come and support. Yeah. yeah. But the law said, the, the, the law said, the law that is why there's a lot of frustration now and a certain kind of anger against prophetism. And we are afraid to operate as prophets. Because now we start operating, ah, Obajiska, he's coming for money. Yeah. And because the church needs money, we are under pressure to say things. And you wake up based on that thing to come and give your money, waiting for six months for something to happen. It's four years. Nothing has happened. And you won't want to hear any prophetic thing again in your ears. Because the things you did to remove that money, to come and give, it's not a joke. You remember how you walked? Yeah. You remember how you walked? 
One day, a man went for a crusade. So as the message was going on, then somebody passed behind him and then tapped him. I said, baby, you will walk. The people were like, ah, but I'm not a cripple. Why would you say I will walk? He rubbished it. So when the crystal was done, everything was done and they have to go home. Then he checked, there was no money on him. Then he remembered that <laughs> somebody has told him he will walk. Why? The money on him has been stolen. <laughs> the guy has stolen the money. So he's telling him that you will walk because the money for car, I've stolen it. So you will walk. Yes. Why would you come and tell me that I should empty my bag, empty my, my, my purse, empty? How do I get home? God is not a God of confusion. Even when after preaching to the 5,000, he looked at them and said, You know what? These guys have been here since morning. He, he preached at a place where he did not take offering. So it means that the money on them, they never gave it. Yet Jesus said, Let's feed these people. They cannot walk home like that. He could have said, let them go so they can buy some food to eat. He said, no, let them sit down and let us what? Feed them. So on what basis will you tell me I should empty my bag? I should go into my bank account? Empty my bank account? Recently, I picked on some fathers. And I told them in the face. That very soon I'm bringing a book. Fatherhood and Merchandising. Is it fatherhood or merchandising? No, no, franchising. Tell me. Yeah. When you need money as a father, we should bring the money. When we sense we need money, we should pray. We the sons and you the father who is closer to God. <laughs> Let, let's, be, let's, be, let's be factual. I am not saying that sons should not honor their fathers. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, but we must not take just one leg of the scripture. No. Recently, I was with my brother, and we were listening to a senior man of God in the country, senior man of God, preaching to a congregation in the camp. And when he was reading the scripture, the scripture, there was a point that used the word T-H-E-S-E. Means what? This, pura. But when he was explaining he used T-H-I-S. Singular. The Bible says that thou shalt love God with all your heart and with all your soul. The second is also like this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor. These two, these two, each all the laws. That's what the Bible says. But when he was explaining, he said, this one thing, loving God, this one thing, loving God, Everything is on this one. Loving God, loving God. But loving, you see, if he dare says love your neighbor, things on social media will come against him because he has been evil towards certain neighbors. Yeah, so he could not say the second aspect of the scripture. He only mentioned the first aspect. And people in the church who don't read anything, preach it, preach it. And I told my brother, can you see this man got it wrong? He said, you see, they are hailing him because of his title, but he just got it wrong. It just got it wrong. It just got it wrong. What you suit him? That's what he's saying. And those who don't read, preach it. You are preaching good. Yeah. More fire. More fire. Fire the word. Push higher the message. They are pushing it. What a preacher? What a congregation? Yeah. So I said, this fatherhood thing. Let's look at it well. This fatherhood thing, let's look at it well again. Because it does not sink well with me with the scriptures. It doesn't sink well with me. Abraham left an inheritance for his children. And it continued like that. Elijah gave an inheritance to his son, Elisha. How come when it comes to we to dig African or uh, monetarized church, sons built for fathers? You can see the son crawling and all that. You are asking him to carry a building. And you say you are a father. 
They said, sometimes I see you like you are very controversial, but this thing is true. You know, we don't look at the things you see. We look at your temperament. So we judge you by your temperament. Don't judge by the things you say. I said, let's look at this for that whole thing. Because I do not understand why a father, I will tell you, I need to say so, and you will not say, okay, um, because my father can call two, three, four people that will sort you out. You say, eh. Let's pray. And what if he annoys me is not a let's pray, it's a prayer. The content of the prayer gets me more angry. So when I pray for you, don't listen. You only say, amen, 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 amen. Father, I pray, cause men. You, you're a woman. <laughs> you're the one praying for me. You are a woman in sketch. So God should cause men to give me, but you, you are not. Okay, I'm not even a woman. You're an angel. You're an angel. Yeah. Which men? From where? <laughs> But when you need money, my son, can you make 10,000 available by tomorrow? Yeah. Who betides you and say you cannot? You are not loyal. So whoever you need to call, you have to call. So I was telling this father that I'm waiting for a father who will call me and say, Philip, how are you? I'll say, I am fine. How is your financial status? I'm waiting for that question. All the fathers who have been called, they've never asked me financial status before. Yeah. They've never asked me. Yeah. <laughs> I am spiritual and physical ATM. That's the negative aspect of it, but the positive aspect is also there. And know who to obey. See the person, the person's track record in your life and find out whether this one is obedient, wealthy, or not. Check the track record. How does this person stand in your life? Check those records. Check it. Yeah, check it. Can this person follow me to the ditch? If yes, it should not be difficult to obey this person. Yes. It's not. It's not. I told some guy, I said, the way you are leaving your family and following this pastor, I said, you wait. Something will happen. You understand me proper. Wait. It's all. No problem. Sickness from nowhere landed. I said, has your pastor called you? And so he just called and said, how am I? I said, I'm fine. And I need the money. He said, oh, the Lord will provide. And do you know something? Where they will not get praise, they will never give. They give where they will get praise. Where people see them. Eh? And these people I'm talking about, eh? They'll, be, they'll find it difficult to give you 20 Ghana cities in the closet. But they'll be willing to buy food, 500 Ghana cities for you outside. Why? People will see it and say, this is a very generous man. A very generous pastor. He can take his church members out and be spreading them. What a pastor. Yeah. But in the closet, I see for just 20 Ghana cities. He will tell you, hey, Charlie, the is you. Everyone no cool. Okay, you don't worry. I can do, is that 20? I can do five cities. I can do five cities. I pray that God will give you three other people who can also give five, 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 five. So you, you, you take my contribution first. I've marked all of them. Hey, I've marked them. So right now, if you call Filippo, this, 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 ah, I'm going to the mountain. Let's pray. Yeah, but that's what I'm supposed to do now. Ah, let's pray. Mm. Let's pray. So someone stop calling me. 
I said, it's your own good. Because who, I'm a prayer man. Who pray? <laughs> Rest your feet. <laughs> Let's pray. Oh? Is that it? Eh? My own, I should pray. God will hear. You, your own God, not hear. Okay. If I pray and God hears me as a son, then when you have a problem with a cow, I'll just pray. God will hear me. For you. Oh? You can't brand me. You continue and brand me. I'm responsible to God, not you. Is that what it is? So God, I know you. So please, let's be careful in this obedience thing. We need to obey. But let's be careful. And next week, I'll take you into detail. The things you should obey, who you should obey. I'll take you into detail of it. For you to know. Yeah. For you to know. Lift your voice and thank him. Lift your voice and thank him. Lift your voice. Appreciate him. That he should give you the hearts to obey scripture-based commandments, scripture-based instructions. He should give you the heart to obey. Thank him. Thank him. Jagado Savrendo no mood, keep a water, Magasori Bendo, Casiria, Kamahanda, the worship. Ika do Seribia, Takasoria, Aganamondo, Fakapahate, Blingandonemo, Shatapahata, Raketo, Pagiata, and Mahande, Iradadanamo, Shakipahata, the Yatanamahande, Father, receive all the glory, receive all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, say Amen. This morning, you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to lift up your right hand and I want to pray with you. You want to accept Jesus. You don't want to leave this auditorium without accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So I want you to lift up your right hand. God bless you, my brother. God bless you so much. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. As you have lifted your hand, I want you to pray this prayer after me. In the church, I want you to join. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I believe with all my heart that you are the son of God. You came to die for me. You were buried. You rose from the grave to justify me. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. By faith in your name, Jesus, I declare I am born again. I am a new person. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together for Jesus. As you please take your seats.